and take a look at reports from headset on Michigan and Massachusetts and what the sales are doing there as a newly regulated marketplace. Kind of good to get a sense of what's happening, whereas in Washington or the West Coast, we've been regulated for a while. So always good to get a snapshot, see what's happening. That way we can kind of see what maybe New Jersey or uh, North Dakota, New Mexico, Arizona, some of these other states might do, giving us a, a better overall idea of what the industry might do. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So although it's only been 10 months since Michigan first had sales in December of 2019, their total adult use and medical cannabis sales have already surpassed the Nevada market, which legalized in January 2017. Michigan can also be on pace to surpass Oregon sales, maybe even Washington sales before the end of the year. Breaking down the sales by month, you can see just how quickly Michigan's market has grown in 2020 and how it compares to more mature markets. Michigan cannabis sales started the year behind other states, but quickly surpassed Nevada by March and later Oregon in July. So Michigan might surpass Washington next with Michigan's August sales of $121 million. That's nearly $5 million short of Washington's sales at $125.7. So if this growth continues, Michigan is on pace to surpass Oregon, if not Washington, in total annual cannabis sales before the end of the year. Both adult use and medical cannabis sales have been steadily increasing through the year. In January 2020, medical sales grossed well over double adult use sales. However, by July, the adult use surpassed medical sales by $5 million. So looking specifically at Michigan's adult use medical sales by month, you can see a shift in which the two portions of the market contributes most in total sales. Between January and June, medical sales accounted for a majority of Michigan's total cannabis sales. However, adult use sales growth swiftly outpaced that of medical sales and adult use sales ultimately took the lead. It doesn't appear, though, that the trend will reverse in adult use and may continue to gross more sales than medical, which is exactly what we've seen in every other rollout. So moving on to a graph that shows the month-over-month growth of cannabis sales, that can help us predict future growth and compare growth rates between various markets. So we can see how quickly Michigan's adult use sales grew in comparison to Michigan's medical sales, with substantially higher month-over-month growth throughout the year. So growth in both medical and adult use sales is slowing down slightly, indicating that the market is heading towards a more stable position. Despite Oregon's fantastic growth this year, Michigan's adult use is still experiencing significantly larger month-over-month growth in each month of 2020 so far. This isn't anything new here. We've seen that every rollout has seen a significant increase as people are trying new things, stocking, hoarding. Um, whatever, and then that kind of levels out. Next up is a category market share by state. Comparing the category share across markets for this year, you can uncover not only the similarities between markets, but also where they are unique. So looking at Michigan, you can see that the market has a second highest share of both vape pens at 19% and edibles at 13.6%. That's nearly double that of Washington's lowest edible shares at 7.6%. We're also seeing pre-rolls and concentrate shares on the relatively low side of flower shares in the middle of the pack. Washington definitely loves their pre-rolls. Edibles, not so much. I think we're a, a heavy user market up here and with only 100 milligram caps, it's really not worth the price paying $20. A lot of people go towards RSO or Rick Simpson oil or uh, Phoenix Tears, whatever you want to call it. That's kind of what we choose as our edible. So focusing in on Michigan's category, market share by month provides some insight into consumer trends. Flowers gained significant market since January, 
And although we've seen this trend in other states amid the pandemic, an increase in flower market share is rare in new markets. What we typically observe in previous new markets is actually a decrease in the market share over time. Vape pens and edibles, on the other hand, have lost market share since the beginning of the year. Edibles decreasing in purchasing is definitely an anomaly, whereas the vape pens, that was a trend because of the vape gate that we had. Also, um, Michigan is a lot closer to Massachusetts than Washington. And so maybe there was some influence with it not being deemed essential or maybe just fears of um, you know, vape gate. Not really sure, but that is definitely an anomaly and not necessarily a trend from other markets that we've seen. So here we can see that Michigan stands out among the U.S. cannabis markets with the largest average basket size so far this year at $84.58. That's 2.6 times larger than Washington's average basket size, which is the smallest basket of any state. We definitely like to go out and buy when we need it. Uh, I think we kind of at this point know that stores aren't going to be going away, that they are going to remain open and people just kind of go whenever they need it. And take a look at report in Massachusetts, new or fairly new rollouts to kind of give us an idea of what's happening in those areas. Northeast is definitely going to be buzzing with New Jersey possibly going legal and then creating FOMO in New York. That gives us an idea of what's going to be happening maybe nationwide as these trends kind of go from West Coast to East Coast. So the Massachusetts adult use sales from January through August of 2020 ranks the lowest compared to other legal markets shown on the graph. So it shows that the complete shutdown of all cannabis stores in Massachusetts had a significant impact in total cannabis sales. And it's also important to note that sales for both Oregon and Michigan include medical as well as adult use cannabis sales. Looking at the monthly cannabis sales by state, it further shows just how much of an impact the pandemic shutdown had on Massachusetts compared to other markets. Prior to the closures, Massachusetts had a comparable sales volume to Nevada but after cannabis stores reopened in, in Massachusetts in May, sales haven't only surpassed Nevada, but now Massachusetts sales are more comparable to sales in Oregon as of August 2020. Massachusetts started 2020 with slow sales growth from January to February before entering the pandemic shutdowns of cannabis stores in May. But after stores opened in May, the pre-pandemic levels were achieved with rapid growth seen shortly after. So in the months of July, as well as August, Massachusetts had seen a higher number of sales than in months prior. Maybe that's just out of fear that it will shut down again. And so people are going to be hoarding just like we saw pretty much everywhere in March of this year. Next, we're going to compare Massachusetts to Washington and Oregon, the two West Coast markets where cannabis stores remain open throughout the pandemic. So from this graph, we can see just how wildly the Massachusetts market swung with the closures and reopening of cannabis stores with sales increasing significantly in May, and in comparison, sales in Washington and Oregon stayed rather flat in the month-over-month -month sales rates. So category by market share by state, this compares the categories across different markets, can show just what makes markets similar and where they're unique. Focusing on Massachusetts, we see that the market has the highest share of pre-rolls and the second lowest share of flour after California. So the share of concentrates is also the second lowest after Nevada. When looking at Massachusetts category share over time, some interesting trends emerge. Flower category shares increased from 43 to 45% prior to the closures. And that's increased to 48 to 53% after they reopen with the trend continuing to increase. Pre-rolls on the other hand have lost about 10% 
in share between January and August, but vape pens have increased their share with an additional 5.6%. Moving on to average basket size in Massachusetts stands out among other U.S. cannabis markets with the largest average basket size of, as of uh, August 2020 at $96.34. That's three times larger than Washington's average basket size of $32, which is the smallest baskets of any state. When looking at the total sales by state from January to August, Massachusetts seems to have the smallest market overall. And when taking a closer look, however, it's apparent that the pandemic closures in Massachusetts had a significant impact on sales. When compared to other states, Massachusetts had the most month-over-month growth rates after cannabis stores reopened towards the end of May. So it'll be interesting to continue to monitor cannabis sales in Massachusetts and see if and when trends start to stabilize. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.